Moments of Encounter is a weekly live broadcast brought to you by Calvary Revival Labels through God's servant Chidebele Odeze. The teachings are focused on building the church and raising men that will do exploits in this end time. This message and many more can be downloaded from our website www.calvarywayonline.org or our Facebook and Telegram pages at Calvary Way Revival Labels. May you have a life-changing encounter as you listen. Father, we have come tonight again for an encounter with you. We ask, O God of all flesh, that for every one of us tonight that have gathered here, and even for those that are following us, online that you will encounter us again. There is something you want to accomplish in our life tonight. The topic that you want to expose our life to, there is an aim you want to achieve. I pray thee, oh God, that by your spirit you will visit us tonight and that you will equip us to be men and women of exploits that have learned to do exploit by faith even in a time like this in the name of Jesus Christ Amen Thank you Father We receive the fullness of your spirit Amen name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I welcome us. Every one of us. To the moment of encounter tonight. In our study. Of the three dimensions. Of faith power, which we started two weeks ago. We have looked at the receiving power of faith, the overcoming power of faith in the past two weeks, and we will be looking at the third aspect the performing power of faith. It's not enough. To know how to receive things from God by faith. Though very important. It's not enough. To learn how to overcome. By faith. We also need to learn. How to. Do what God. Has. Wanted us to do. In our lifetime by faith. So tonight's topic is very, very important. When we talk about the receiving power of faith, it's all about you know things we are receiving from God for our benefit. Even the overcoming power of faith, we need to overcome those things that are fighting against us so that we can be. Uh, all right to follow God and to serve Him. But we now need to 
learn to do great things for God. It's unfortunate that many of our faith preachers and teachers normally concentrate on the receiving part. Receive your miracle, receive your breakthrough, receive your healing, and so on. As if that is all. This aspect is so important. It brings a balance so that as you are receiving whatever you are receiving from God, you know that God has made them available so that it will prepare you for what he wants to do with your life. There is a plan, there is a purpose that God has for your life, which he expects you to fulfill in your lifetime. And it can only be done by faith. What does it mean to do exploit by faith? Exploit generally means mighty and courageous works. Great works done by men. And it takes strength to do such works. And such strength... For some people, it comes from themselves. Some people, it comes from maybe their alliance with the devil. Some people, they, are, they derive their own strength from God. In Genesis 11, a group of people gathered and said they want to build a tower that will reach heaven. That's a great exploit because they were almost succeeding before God stepped in and scattered what they are doing. In Daniel 3, in the book of Nezah, built a very great, mighty image. That is an exploit. But it's an exploit that is against God. So we see people doing all kinds of exploits. Some are doing exploits in sin. Some are doing exploits in idolatry. Some are just trying to achieve one thing or the other. That's not the kind of exploit we are interested in this evening. We are studying exploits that is coming from a believer's faith in God. Which is from his knowledge of God. As we saw in Daniel 11.32b. Those who know, do know their God. The people that do know their God. They shall be strong and they shall do exploits. Well, note that somebody can, can do exploits in the name of the Lord. That does not mean that the exploit that is done in the name of the Lord is correct. Because you remember Jesus said, many will say to me on that day, have we not prophesied in your name? Have we not done mighty works, wonderful works? Wonderful means works that are full of wonders. They are exploits that are done in the name of the Lord. But he said, I will say to them, I don't even know you because you are using my name to do things. You are using my name to cast demons out. But at the same time, you are workers of uh, iniquity. I don't believe that you will like to do that kind of exploit. Exploit that will throw you out of the kingdom of God at the end of the day. We are not talking about that. There was a, a Simon the sorcerer in 
Samaria that the Bible said for years he was deceiving the people. He was coming in the name of religion. So people were saying, this is a great power of God. This man is a great power of God. In Acts chapter 8, before Philip arrived, and they now saw the true power of God. So we are not talking about the fake exploits that has nothing to do with God. God is a holy God. And if someone is not living a holy life, even if he's doing exploit, there is a question mark in that exploit, even if it is, you know, saying, I'm doing it in the name of the Lord. That is why we first of all have to settle with the issue of you know, the receiving power of faith because our salvation, we receive it by faith. Do you remember? The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, it said, By grace you are saved through faith, not of works, but it is the gift of God. So you will first of all receive salvation, salvation from sin, salvation from self and Satan. Then you can now, you know, be equipped with everything you need to do exploit for God. In that Ephesians, you may do well to go there. We have seen that in verse 8 and 9, it's clear that we are saved by grace through faith. We are saved not by works. Our salvation is purely a gift we receive from God by faith. But after our salvation, God is expecting us to cooperate with him so that he will lead us into the exploit he has mapped out for our life. Look at verse 10. Verse 10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has beforehand ordained that we should walk in them. Yes, we are not saved by works, but we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. In other words, we are created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God has planned. He has preordained that we should walk. Take note of that walk, W-A-L-K. We should walk in them. So once you are created in Christ Jesus, you will discover that as you are walking with God, that there are great works that he has ordained that you will do in your lifetime. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 said, as made in 2 Corinthians 5, 17. If any man be in Christ, is a new creature. That is, is created anew in Christ Jesus. So, it's not the creation that brought you into this world. This one is a new creature. So, anyone who is not created in Christ Jesus, he cannot do exploits by faith. Do you understand it? So, you have to be created in Christ Jesus first 
before you can do exploit by faith in Christ Jesus. Turn your Bibles to John chapter 14 verse 12. I want you to see what Jesus said in John 14 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you. Are you there? John chapter 14 verse 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you. He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than this shall he do. Because I go to the Father. This is a very profound statement from the mouth of Jesus. Eh? Establishing every believer a candidate of exploit. Listen, when Jesus wants to say things that are very, very serious, he doesn't just say them you know, as a normal talk. Verily, verily, I say to you, he was trying to emphasize how, how serious, how profound, how important what he was about to say is. He said, He, anyone at all that believes in me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Ah. I don't, I, I don't know whether you have gotten... Have you gotten that verse? Do you believe in Christ? You are sure? Jesus said, The works that I do, you like this, you, shall do it also. Eh? And he said, Greater works than this one I have done shall you do. That is to say that you are not supposed to be small. Haven't you read the works of Jesus in the Bible? He is preaching the gospel. He is healing the sick. He is casting demons out without any struggle. He is, you know, cleansing the lepers, raising the dead. Doing all kinds of miracles. At a time when the Pharisees will begin to argue with him, he will say to them, if you don't want to believe me because of what I'm preaching, okay, can't, can't you see the miracles? Can't you see the works that I do? The question is, you say that you believe in Christ. Why is it that you are not doing the works that Christ did? Have you wondered at, at that? Or maybe you have not really paid attention to this verse. Because it happens to, to us sometimes. We may read scriptures as if we are reading Bible lesson in the church. But you have not really set out time to look at the scripture. And ask yourself, am I part of this scripture? Do I believe in him? And if I believe in him, why am I not doing the works that he is doing? Please permit me to say without any sense of offending you that if you are not presently doing the works that Christ is doing, there is a big question mark on your faith in Christ according to John 14, 12. 
Eh? You say you believe in Christ. Jesus said, Truly, truly, I say to you, anyone that believes in me, if I raise the dead, he shall raise the dead. Why are you not raising the dead? Some of you cannot even enter into the place where the dead is. Fear! If they ask you now, or you enter that place where the dead is lying down, you and the dead alone. I don't know whether... See, listen. You need to shake whether you believe in Christ. We are talking about doing exploits by faith. Except Jesus is lying. Please, can we establish that our master, the Lord Jesus, is a liar? Are you ready to establish with me that he has lied by saying that if anyone, me, you, believe in him, that we shall do the works that he is doing and greater works than that. If Christ is not lying by saying that, excuse me, then something is wrong with my own faith in Christ. If I cannot do the works of Christ, that is where we are going this evening. And I want you to get provoked at this early stage. Why is it that you are you say you are born again for how many years? And yet, you cannot pray for somebody that is having, you know, headache. And headache we go. The last time you wanted to cast demon out, after one hour of struggling and sweating, the demon did not go. He was laughing at you. These are demons that before they saw Jesus, they have run away. Sometimes he will be preaching, he's not even praying, and they are flying out. Something is wrong. You need to admit that something is wrong so that we can look for solution. Truly, truly, I say unto you, says the Lord Jesus, the truth himself, the man is not saying the truth, he said, I am the truth. Eh? He that believeth in me is not the man of God. He's not in a bunker. He has even died. It's you now. You, sister. Eh? Do you believe in him? The works that Christ did, you shall do the same works. And greater, greater works than this shall you do. Somebody should be worried. A verse like this should worry somebody for days. Until you know that's the problem why why we are where we are. We will read it and cross it. Some of us have read this particular passage as lesson in the church. The first lesson this morning is taken from the book of John, chapter 14, from verse 1 to 12. And then when you finish reading, you say, This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. And you close the Bible. Have you ever worried and wondered why is it that I have believed in him and I'm not doing greater works than he did? Doing exploits by faith in Christ. Amen. Now, let's quickly run through what is wrong. What is it that is actually wrong? 
the practical ways of positioning yourself to do exploits by faith. Can you go back to that? Daniel, we just mentioned it. Let's go and read it now. Daniel chapter 11, verse 32. Daniel chapter 11, verse 32. Let me start from verse 31. And arms shall stand on his path, and they shall pollute the sanctuary of strength, and shall take away the daily sacrifice. And they shall place the abomination that maketh desolate. And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploit. And they that understand among the people shall instruct many. Yet they shall fall by the sword and by flame and by captivity and by spoil many days. Please, if you don't know, let me tell you that this passage is a prophecy about what will happen in the end time. If you look at the verse carefully, you will notice the activities of Antichrist taking place at the same time that those who know their God are waxing strong and doing exploits. Verse 33 says that they shall, they that have understanding shall instruct many. Colon. If you are reading King James, King, King James Bible, always pay attention to punctuation marks. Colon. As if you say, let me explain, explain that this instructing many will be taking place at the same time some of them are being killed. I don't know whether you have seen that. He said, yet, yet, they shall fall by the sword and by flame, by captivity, by spoil, many days. Eh? Exploit will be going on in one side. Persecutions will be going on on the other side. Now, before we begin to look at this in depth, please, you know, when we are studying these dimensions of faith, the receiving power of faith, the overcoming power of faith, and now we are looking at the, you know, the performing power of faith, exploit power of faith. I want you to note that we are not trying to divide faith into three. Are you getting me? It's just for the purpose of understanding. If we can study it in one day and get everything in one day, there's no point dividing them. Faith is faith. The same faith you used to receive from God is the same faith you used to overcome and stand against the wise of the devil. The same faith is the faith you will use to carry out the, the, the exploit, the things that God wants you to carry out. Men of exploit, eh? That are doing exploit at the same time they are do, doing exploit, there is always a persecution. Go and study your Bible carefully. When Jesus was doing his own exploit, 
was he free from persecutions? When the apostles were doing exploits in the book of Acts, were they free from persecutions? So if you cannot, you know, stand by faith, you cannot just say, I don't like the, the other part of faith. I am taking this other part of faith. No. If you cannot overcome sin, how can you do exploit? If you cannot overcome a simple temptation, like we studied last week, how can you do exploit? If the devil shoots arrow of discouragement and depression at you, like Elijah, from that moment, what else did you read that Elijah did? Apart from saying to God, take me away, I want to die. His own exploits don't finish. Because an arrow came and he couldn't quench it. So it is together, they are together. Faith is one. If you don't have faith, you don't have faith. If you have faith, the same faith you have is what you will anytime you need anything from God at all, you are collecting it from Him by faith, receiving power. At the same time, you are standing against whatever kind of arrow that of the enemy you are overcoming and conquering and now as you are conquering and overcoming you are advancing you are advancing to take over lands and lives for the for the lord because that's why we are here the reason why you are saved and you didn't die that day and go to heaven is so that god will use you to save others i hope you know Otherwise, the moment you are saved, you should go to heaven. So we are here for exploit. Help me tell your neighbor, I am here for exploit. I am saved to do exploit. Yes, Jesus gave us the assurance. It is up to us to work out. How do we get at that? Now we are seeing that these people that are doing exploit in the end time, when there are persecutions, a lot of things are happening against the faith at the same time. Some people are being persecuted and being killed. And at the same time, they are doing exploit. Their strength is in their knowledge of God. Those who know their God, the people, not everybody, that do know their God. They shall be strong. The knowledge of God, the knowledge of His word, that you got in your personal walk with him your relationship with God that is personal active and living that gives you strength the inner strength faith is a product of strong spirit eh? in the book of uh, Matthew chapter 26 verse 41 Jesus said Watch and pray so that you will not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is what? Is willing, but the flesh is weak. He was talking to Peter, James, and John in Gethsemane. When he called them to pray with him and they couldn't pray for one hour. He waked them up and said, why couldn't you people pray with me for one hour? Watch and pray so that you will have strength in your spirit. 
not to fall into temptation. Because the flesh is weak and the flesh can never be anything but weak. Eh? There's nothing you can do to the flesh to make it strong, to do anything spiritual. Instead of the flesh becoming strong, eh? To do spiritual things, pray or read Bible and all of that, it will become weaker. That's why sometimes when you want to read Bible, the next thing you notice that your flesh, your body will just you feel like sleeping, and from there you will sleep off. But the same flesh will become strong anytime you want to watch film. No sleep, no matter the length of time. But when it comes to the things of God, spiritual things, the flesh is weak. And if you are trying to make flesh strong, it will move from weak to weaker and then weakest. So there's nothing to do to flesh. What Jesus is saying there is that by your praying and your watching, you will add strength to the willing spirit so that your spirit will not only be willing but also be strong so that it can drive flesh to do what it's supposed to do. Do you understand that? Faith is a product of a strong spirit. That was why he connected praying and fasting to faith. When the disciple asked him a question in Matthew 17 and verse 20, 21, he said, why couldn't we cast the demon out? You know, they tried, but the demon refused to go. And Jesus came and cast the demon out. And they said, ah, why is it that we couldn't do it? He said, because of your unbelief. Meanwhile, this kind if your spirit is not strong enough through praying and fasting which you have developed over the, over the time over, the, over years like my own you cannot cast this kind out those who know their God shall be strong whether you are to receive something from God by faith that's your faith must be a product of strong spirit. Romans chapter 4 verse 20 and 21. The Bible said there, Abraham staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but he was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Fully persuaded that what God has promised, he is able to do. Strong in faith. Strong spirit. Refuse to doubt. Because your spirit is strong. That kind of strength can only come from the presence of God. It can only come from a man's relationship, a man's knowledge, a man's you know, communion with God. So, if you are to overcome the troubles of life, the, the challenges of things around, you know, I, I, I keep telling us, we that are believers, you know, as you are, your normal daily life, is already enough to occupy you. Like you now, you're a businessman. You will discover that if you check your schedule as a businessman, eh, from Monday to Sunday, you may get everything, every, every of your time filled up with one thing or the other. How do you still position yourself for spiritual exploit? Amidst your you know, business. Because you also need to succeed in that business. Am I correct? This thing must come as a result of 
deep knowledge of God that will give you strength to still, you know, say, ah, I will not fail to preach to people around. Maybe you just bring out one day of the week. I will not fail to, because you will soon discover that you cannot divorce one exploit from another. They are all together. Exploit has realms. If you are not in the realm of exploit, you cannot do, perform one. If you enter the realm of exploit, you start performing everything. I don't know whether you're getting me. That's the way it is. You will try to win one soul. Try, try, you will not be able to win because you are not yet in the realm of soul winning. The day you will enter the realm of soul winning, everybody you preach to must be won. That's the way it works. You get such kind of secret from the, 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 the knowledge of God. Those people who do know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do what? They shall do exploit. So, there must be a deliberate pursuit of spiritual strength needed for doing exploit by making out time to know God. You know God, you know God by relating with God. By relationship with God, just like this kind of knowledge of God, is not just a. I know, I know this person. No, is a is an intimate knowledge, and it comes by a living relationship with God. So you must begin to develop that relationship with Him, both your prayer life, your Bible study life must begin to you know you must begin to grow in intimacy with god in your communion life number two we are looking at the practical ways you must position yourself to begin to do exploit to begin to do the works that jesus have done and even greater works than that full conscious and total dependence on the indwelling Christ. Galatians 2.20 says, I am crucified with Christ. It is no longer I that lives, but Christ lives in me. That is the truth. Any other thing is a lie. I am crucified with Christ. It is no longer I. I used to live before. But from the moment I encountered Christ, there was an exchange. I was removed. And Christ replaced me. This knowledge and the consciousness of it must be with you always. So that you will always know that it is not you that will lay hands on the sick. It's not you that we preach that gospel. It's not you that we, you know, uh, cast that demon out. That's the problem we normally have. If the Bible is saying the truth, excuse me, if you have encountered Christ, the person inside of you now is not you. Who is that person? Christ. The consciousness. We say full conscious. 
and total dependence on that Christ that is within you. You are, you are fully conscious that he's there. So anytime there is a need for him to do something, you are saying, Lord Jesus, you know that it is not me that is doing it. It is you. So please, can you do what you want to do? You are depending on him. You are conscious that he's the one. I'm not the one preaching now. I know. You may not know, but that, that one concerns you. Me, I know. That the one that is preaching now is not me, but Christ. How do I know? I am crucified with Christ. It is no longer I that is preaching. But who? Christ is the one preaching through my mouth. All I just need to do is to allow him, give him my, my mouth, give him my, my, my time and everything so that he will just pass through me and bless people. That's all. The same thing with you. So that consciousness must be there. Paul said in Philippians chapter 4 verse 13, I can do all things through who? I can do how many things? Say it, say it as if you are Paul. I say, say it as if you are Paul. I know you are not Paul. <laughs> See, something needs to dawn on you so that what you are saying with your mouth will become true in your life. Eh? If I ask you to say it seven times, I'm not sure that seven, saying it seven times will make the thing to dawn on you. Because as you are saying, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Then I say, brother, please, can you come and help us handle an exhortation now? Just 30 minutes. The next thing you are going, the same you that say, I can do all things. Yeah, me, I cannot do it too. The same you that say, I can do, will now say, I cannot. Why can't you? I'm not prepared. In fact, I've not even preached to this kind of crowd before. You are, you are, I can do, we change quickly to what? You won't even know when you are saying that. And as you are saying that, somebody say, oh, brother, is it you that say, is it not you that say, I can do all this? How about that uh, confession we are, we are making, we are just making confession. That's why I said, the confession is still empty. You need a revelation. Tell your neighbor, you need a revelation. Something must done on you for you. So Paul said, I can do all things. What is the meaning of all things? Ah, that man is talking out of revelation. He has something has done on him. And he said, See, Paul is not an angel. Paul is a human being like you who persecuted the people of God before he even repented. Did you persecute people of God before you repented? Eh? He was a persecutor turned a believer. Yet, he came to a point where he is saying, I can do all things. There is nothing that I cannot do. There is nothing that I cannot do. But it's not just by my own strength. Through who? Where is that Christ? Through Christ that is inside of me. He is the one that is giving me strength to do everything. 
Small thing is inside all things. Big thing is inside all things. Possible things are inside all things. Impossible things are inside all things. I can do all things. Exploit can only be done by this kind of revelation. I pray that something we just done on you this night. For you to realize that it is not you. This your body is not you. There is someone inside of you. If truly you have believed in Christ. There is someone inside of you. His name is Jesus Christ. You are limiting him. You are limiting the Holy One of Israel. That's Psalm 78 verse 40. May God open your eyes this night. If you will see that Christ is in you and he has the capacity to do all things, then exploit has started. Exploit has begun. Now, I want you to take note that it was this same consciousness that Jesus had that was the secret of his own exploit while he was here. He was conscious that the Father is in him. Eh? That was what led to his exploit. I want you to, to see some scriptures. The first, first of them is, look at this same John 14. Go to John chapter 14. He was conscious of the Father living inside of him. John chapter 14. Now look at verse 8. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father. And it was it it sufficed us. Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that had seen me had seen the Father. And how sayest thou, Then show us the Father? Believest thou not that? I am in the Father and the Father in me. The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the work. Did you see something here? Philip said, Show us the Father. Jesus said, I have been with you so long, so you don't know that I am the Father. And when he was trying to explain it, he said, Don't you know that the Father is in me and I am in the Father? So both of us are one. <laughs> Do you understand that? Okay, have you read the scripture that says that we are in Christ? If any man is in Christ. Have you also seen the scripture that said that Christ is in me? Christ in you, the hope of glory. Are you seeing something now? So the same way. Christ was in the Father when he was physically here on the earth. Christ is inside the Father. And the Father is inside the Christ. He is the same way I am inside Christ now. And Christ is inside me now. So if you say, show me Christ, what will I tell you? Have you been so long with me and you don't know Christ? Are, are you seeing it now? There is a consciousness that he is the father doing the work. The same consciousness was done on you. That this is Christ. Forget about this, this body, this container. The only difference between the man in Nazareth 
that lived three and a half, uh, three and a half years and you now is that the body of that Nazareth uh, Jesus Christ eh, is different from this container that is containing him the same man that lived in that body is the same man that is here that same man that lived in that same Nazareth body that will walk and say to a young girl that is dead and say young girl you are not there you are sleeping please arise from sleep and the dead girl starts we wake up the same man is inside of you do you know why you have he has not raised the dead do you know why you have not believed that he is there so you have not carried him to where the dead is so that he will raise the dead you are not conscious you are not depending on him when he was here he was fully conscious that the father is inside and he saw himself as the father You know we say becoming like Jesus. You remember? What can we say now? What can we say now? I am Jesus. Eh? He said, I am the Father. You are saying, show me the Father. I have been with you so long. Don't you know that? Sir? The Father is in me. So, I am the Father. You don't need to look for the Father. Okay. What work can the Father do that I'm not doing? In John chapter 5, he walked early in the morning in the pool of Bethesda where there are impotent folk that are a multitude they are waiting for the steering of the water and if the first person enters when the angel steers the water that person will get healed he just walked in there that early morning and met one man that was 38 years old and he said to the man do you want to be made whole the man said ah, okay, that is why I'm here now for how many years I've been here looking for opportunity? I never have any man that will help me. Anytime I want to get there, you know, somebody will first of all enter. I don't have any man. Take your mat and go home. The man carried his mat as he was on his way to his house. The Pharisees met him and said, Ah, why are you carrying a load on the Sabbath day? Don't you know that the Lord of Sabbath said, Thou shalt not do any work or carry any load? The man said, that the person that healed me you people know me that I'm a, a, a paralyzed man the person that healed me told me to carry my mat and go home and I'm li uh, living in obedience to him I'm going home with my mat as he told me he said who is that person he said I don't even know I don't even know the person because the Bible said Jesus did it and did what and went away this person that did this then later Jesus went to him and said don't commit sin again what made you to become paralyzed for that 8 years is sin make sure that you don't sin again so that a worse thing will not happen to you then he now went and told them that it was Jesus and the people say ah this Jesus why are you doing miracle you know, on Sabbath day you are defiling the Sabbath know what Jesus said? He said, my father has been working hitherto, and I am working. My father has been working until now. I am working. You know what he mean? He said, my father want to do a work. Eh? And he just raised that man. That's what he want to do. The Bible said they became more angry with him because he was saying that God is his father, thereby making himself God. 
he now said to them that his son can do nothing. Please listen. Verse 19. Verse 17 is where he said, John 5, 17 says, My father walketh hitherto, and I walk. Then in verse 19, he said, The son can do nothing by himself. It is what he sees the father do. That is what he does. And when they are still making noise, he began to expand it more and more in verse 30. He said that it is what I hear. As I hear, I take decision. I don't take decision by my own self. What is the meaning of that? There is the kind of life he was maintaining with this father in him. He is allowing him to be the person that is leading him. That is telling him, this morning is not a healing service for everybody in, in the pool of Bethsaida. Don't go and begin to lay hands on everybody. You know, some of us, we do that. You'll be wasting the time of Jesus inside of you. Laying hands on everybody. No. He only wants to heal one person. That's where we, now, we are getting it wrong now. And by the time you lay hands on 40 persons, one person will, will be healed. You now begin to wonder, why is it that it's only one person that was healed? It's because you didn't listen to the voice of the Lord inside. Who wants to heal one person this morning? Are you getting it? So, if we are to do exploit by faith in him, we must be conscious of the fact that he is in us and allow him, follow his leading. Christ is dwelling inside of us by the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of God in us is Christ. The same way Christ said, I am the Father. The Father is in him. Now, Christ is in me. The same Christ is in you. How? By the Holy Ghost. By the Spirit of Christ. You know why we are looking at this topic, doing exploit by faith? Because we have two people, two types of people in this that are going to be existing in this end time. One group of believers will just be going down and down and be backsliding and be going down and, you know, the other group will be rising up, be doing greater and greater exploit. His name. I don't know the path you want to take. Eh? Greater exploit spiritually, physically, financially, academically, otherwise. Amen. Amen. Now look at Romans chapter, I want us to read three scriptures very quickly. Romans chapter 3 verse 13 verse 14. We are looking at number 3 now. This one is similar to number 2. This one says, putting on Christ, the new man with all his attributes is still similar to number 2. Putting on Christ, The new man with his attributes. Now, I want you to see some scriptures that are saying the same thing. Romans chapter 13, verse 14. Romans 13, 14 says, But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. It's like telling somebody who is not wearing clothes. 
put on your cloth. Eh? Remember the first one we the second number two said conscious that he is where he is inside. Now there's another aspect we are looking at. Eh? This one is that you are putting him on as a cloth from the fact that he's inside. This one is that you have to know that he is one that you are putting on. You will use him, use him to wear him as a as a cover, as a cloth. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ so that flesh will not be seen. Make no provision. Make no provision for the flesh. Everything that people can see when they look at you is who they will not see your flesh. When people interact with you, when, when people discuss with you, they will not see flesh. They will see Christ. You are putting on Christ. Anything that you, are, you have to do with people is Christ that they will be seen because you have put on Christ. See another scripture like that in um, Galatians chapter th- 3. Galatians chapter 3. Look at verse 26. For you are all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Verse 27. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have done what? Have put on Christ. You have worn Christ as a cloth. As many of you as we are baptized in Christ Jesus, you have what? You have put on Christ. Finally, see another scripture like that in Colossians chapter 3. Look at Colossians chapter 3, verse 9. Say, lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man, which is this. Now look at verse 10. And have put on the new man. The new man is Christ. Put on the new man which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but what? Christ is all and in all. Christ is all that you can see. Christ is in all that you can see. Look at verse 12. You can now see the attribute of Christ. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved. What is number one? Powers of mercies. Number two, kindness. Number three, humbleness of mind. Number four, meekness. Number five, long suffering. I call it the fivefold attribute or character of the new man of Christ that must be put on. Now, how do we connect this to doing exploits? The first attribute says powers of mercy. Another uh, uh, word for it is compassion. Compassion. I want us to take note that every exploit that Christ did came out of compassion. Eh? I don't know whether we have enough time to run through some scriptures now. But look at Matthew chapter 9 verse 36. 
Matthew chapter 9 verse 36 But when he saw the multitude he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and they were scattered abroad as having sheep as sheep having no shepherd then said he to his disciples the harvest truly is plenteous but the laborers are few pray ye therefore the lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his what vineyard look at Matt, i just wanted to let's run through it so that we can now discuss it together matthew chapter 14 verse 14 matthew chapter 14 verse 14 what happened here is when okay look at verse 13 when jesus heard of it he departed then by sheep into a desert place apart and when the people had heard thereof they followed him on foot out of the cities and jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion towards them what did he begin to do please he started healing their sick he began to heal their sick what led to healing in this place is what compassion now look at again matthew chapter 15 verse 32 matthew 15 32 then jesus called his disciples unto him and said i have compassion on the multitude because they continued with me now three days and have nothing to eat and i will not send them away fasting lest they faint on the way what is it that led to feeding of the four uh, thousand here compassion that exploit that miracle came as, as a result of compassion look at chapter 20 verse 34 the same matthew chapter 20 verse 34 Are you there? He's talking about two lepers, uh, two blind men that came to Christ and said, Have mercy on me, son of David. Verse 32 said, What do you want me to do for you? They said, Lord, open our eyes. So Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. And immediately their eyes received sight and they followed him. Compassion. Now look at Mark chapter 5. Go to Mark chapter 5 verse 19. Jesus healed a, a, a man that was possessed with a demon in this uh, place. And then the man wanted to follow him. He said, no. Go home to your friends and tell them how great things the Lord has done for thee. And had had compassion on thee. It was compassion that made him to you know, deliver this man. Now look at the same Mark chapter 6 verse 34. Mark 6 verse 34 In this place Jesus was Running to a, a desert place So that he will have a, a Personal time and a time with his disciples And he noticed that the multitudes Were there before him The Bible says And Jesus when he came out Saw much people And was moved with compassion towards them Because they were as sheep Not having a shepherd What did he begin to do He began to teach them Many things look at finally 
Luke chapter 7 verse 13. Luke chapter 7 verse 13. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said unto her, Weep not. This is a widow that has only one son and the son died. And they were carrying the boy to go and bury. And Jesus saw her and had compassion. That was how that boy was raised from the dead. It was the compassion of Christ that was the secret behind his exploits. I don't know whether you are following me. See, when you are to put on Christ, one of the things that you are to put on that will show you and confirm that you are putting on Christ is what? Compassion. And let me tell you the secret of having compassion. I just learned it newly. The secret of having compassion is when I stop thinking about myself and start thinking about the other person. Let's say you are in the bus now. And the Spirit of the Lord, or even, even if the Spirit of the Lord did not give you a special leading to preach, you know that God has said we should preach the gospel to sinners. You know, in this place, if the Bible have said, and Jesus was moved by the Spirit, that would have been very spiritual, isn't it? But what was moving him? Compassion. Compassion. Now, if, the, if, if let's say the Spirit did not move you, can compassion move you? Because that's another leading. We don't. We don't. We are. We have not gone into. We have not gone into being led by compassion. Because we don't have it. Now preach. The next thing you will start thinking is, "Hey, I have not been able to preach to this kind of people before." You are thinking about yourself. You are not thinking about these souls that are going to perish. Some of them may. This may be the last opportunity they will have to hear the gospel. So because you are thinking about yourself, you are not thinking about them, you will not preach. Some say, I am shy. Because you are thinking about yourself, you are not thinking about the consequence of your not talking on the people. How they will lose that opportunity forever. Are, are you seeing it? Now, what I noticed about Christ was that the man was selfless. And it is his selflessness that became the secret of his mercy. The secret of his compassion. You know that leprosy is a disease that can infect you by touching it. Now, do you know why Jesus will have to touch a leper? Do you know why? Now, if it is you now, eh? if you are to pray for a, lepro, a leprous person. The first thought that will come to your mind is, what if I touch this person and this leprosy infects me? You are thinking about yourself. You are not thinking about this leper that has been in this condition. You are only thinking about le this is not a human being. He's not a human being. He's a, an animal that has leprosy. You are not, there's no compassion, there's no feeling about his condition that is making you to say, oh God, I, I don't care. This man must be, must be made whole today. And I tell you, it is when we come to that compassion of Christ, even the word kindness has to do with 
being concerned not just about your own happiness but about the happiness of others i just discovered that the major problem that is that is going to hinder us from exploit of faith is self that is the secret of jesus doing exploit by faith all of them are connected so when you say powers of mercies kindness humbleness of mind when you read philippians chapter 2 verse 3 philippians chapter 2 verse 3 what did he say he said do nothing from selfish ambition and from vain glory do nothing do not what is nothing do nothing from selfishness and from pride or from vain glory he said but in everything you do count others to be more important than yourself and he said and do not look at your own interests but look at the interests of others that's verse 4 he now came to verse 5 and said let this mind that is in Christ be in you who did not consider himself he did not think about himself he was thinking about us that was why he he forfeited the glory of heaven and came down to the earth this thing is at the root of his exploit and until you know you know we are jesus says something say he that believeth in me the works that i do he shall do the secret of doing the works of christ is having the compassion of christ having the kindness of christ having the meekness the humility of christ that is the secret of doing the works of christ I don't know where you're getting that. Because many of us, you are not preaching the gospel. Why are you not preaching the gospel? Because you are not thinking about sinners, you know, their, their destruction in hell. To you, you are saved and you're okay. So, whether they are saved or not, it doesn't touch you. If you can just stop thinking about your, yourself and start thinking about this person saved, what if this person died this night? Where is he going? And he start touching you. You see, we need to pray that God will, will do something in our heart because we have not yet put on Christ. We have known that, uh, you know, Christ is in me. But what of Christ on me? Christ where? On me. I have put him on. So his compassion is now flowing through me, showing towards others. We need to get there because that's another practical way of doing exploit by faith. Let's go to the next one. Understanding as Christ did that your words are the Lord's doing. I want us to, because of time, there are some passages, but let's just take uh, one of them. Go back to that John chapter 14, verse 12. Not verse 12 now, I think verse 10. John chapter 14, verse 10. There is a mystery in that verse that I just pray that the Lord will open our eyes to quickly this night. John chapter 14 verse 10. What did he say? Believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth 
the works. The words that Jesus spoke are the works that the Father was doing. Do you understand that? Check everywhere that Jesus did miracle. He never used the strength of his flesh to do miracle. Every miracle he did is what? By words. By talking. Hey, wine has finished, oh. Woman, what have I to do with you? Please, whatever he tells you to do, do. Then he said, fill every jar with water. They filled every jar with water. Oh yeah, draw it and go and give to the chief uh, guest. What has happened now? The wine has turned to, um, the water has turned to wine. How? How many hours of speaking in tongues and fighting and uh, just by talking? As if he's talking ordinary talk. Every miracle, whether he raised the dead, whether he healed the sick, whether he, he, he converted the fish to become uh, to feed 5,000, everything called miracle, the father did was, okay, what of the man that was uh, that eight years? How did that one happen? Carry your, carry your mat. You have stayed here too long. Carry your mat. If you think that it is like that, go and talk to one of them. Eh? Are, you, are you getting me? Exploits are not done by struggle. Exploits are, do, are done by what? By words. And if you cannot, that is why the greatest battle the devil is fighting me and you is our tongue. Because if our tongue will come under the control of the Holy Spirit, then forget about exploit. That's the problem. Eh? He said, the words that I am speaking, eh? the words that I'm speaking to you, I speak not of myself. I'm not speaking from my own it's not me that is talking in John 8 26 he told the Jews I have so many things to say about you but I don't say them I only say what the father wanted me to say in John 12 verse 49 and 50 he said that whatever the father asks me to say that is what I say and I find out the way he wants me to say it that is the way I say it When he talks and say, you demon, get out. He has finished talking. The demon may be fighting like the, the, that demon that was throwing the boy up and there. He cannot talk again. He has finished the deliverance. Oh my God, what kind of effortless ministry is this one? What kind of, you know, stressless exploit is this? Ah! I've seen where somebody is casting a demon overnight I think it's a night of demon casting and uh, they were using microphone they will put the microphone in the name of the, the, the person they are casting the demon and they say what is your name where did you come from River Niger this one for more than one hour in the night I wanted to sleep but they, they, they would not allow me to sleep I was just pitying the man 
if it is this our master which is the example of the exploit we must become like him in doing exploit he doesn't need to talk two times demon go that is all effortless don't you like this kind of thing eh? you, know, you are not talking point at me and say you are, you are, you are getting there <laughs> because because see this is it we need to understand where we are going so that we will now be able to get there what is the road to this this particular point this particular level where my words are the workings of God you know the Bible say this is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our sight excuse me in the time of Christ what is the Lord's doing the words of Christ in this time what is this supposed to be the Lord's doing the words of Jesus my words but you know what we are still battling with sometimes my words are my doing sometimes it's not even our doing it becomes the devil's doing may God deliver us in the name of Jesus Christ we need to you know press on Paul say I press on until we come to the level of our master that is where we will be doing exploit without it's not negotiable you don't need to start uh, struggling and shouting for the sick to get healed. When there are sick people, you don't say, all of you that are sick, just get healed. Receive your healing now. You know, you see them rising up. Those are and wish are standing up. Everything is happening. Stressless. Effortless. That is what ministry is all about. Ministry is not struggling here and there. You see yourself fulfilling the purpose of God for your life. And remember, because some of you will say that now, this is for men of God. Truly, truly, I say to you, he that believeth in me, the works that I do, he shall do. Those of you that are hiding under, you are, you are, you are called to be a businessman. Correct yourself. You are called to be a financier of the kingdom. You better t- be careful what you are saying. He that believeth in me, the works that I do, he shall do also. If you are a financier of the kingdom and somebody is dying by your side and the person eventually died, turn to the person and let your words be the Lord's working. Tell the person to stand up and let the person stand up. Does that stop your business from growing? May God help us in Jesus' name. Lift up your right hand and say, I'm getting there. My words must be his doing. In the name of Jesus Christ. And you can see Jesus began to see every opportunity, every problem as an opportunity to do exploits. He met a man that was blind, born blind. The disciples were saying, who sin is he this man or his parents? Say, the reason why this man was born blind was that God planned that he would be one of the people I will heal in my ministry time. So that the name of the Lord will be glorified. You know that there are some blind people like that. The reason why they are blind is so that the power of God will come out through you. And people will know that God is inside of you. May you not miss them in the name of you. You have been missing them before now, but you will not miss them again. By another one, number five. By operating... We are looking at practical ways of positioning yourself to do exploit by faith.
by operating in the gifts, the power, and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Operating in the gifts, the power, and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and with power. And he went about doing good. Brothers and sisters, there is something that is called anointing. Somebody say anointing. There is something. The name of that thing is what? Anointing. If you don't have anointing, you don't have anointing. And when anointing comes upon your life, you know that anointing has come. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and with power. You, you will read that verse, Acts 10, 38. You will read it and you will not say to God, if you anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and power, what about me? These are the kind of carelessness we as a bit when we read Bible. You anointed Jesus of a Jesus with Holy Ghost and power. What about me? You know, I, I met a verse in my quiet time recently, and I was telling brothers that I don't think I'm going to leave this verse for the next one week. Eh? I, I saw in Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, verse 22. He said, Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs which God did by him in the midst of you as you yourself know. A man, Jesus of Nazareth was not an angel. A man that was approved by God. A man, are you a man? There is God that approves a man. How did he approve Jesus of Nazareth? By miracles, number one. By signs, number two. By wonders. When I read that verse, I underlined it. I read it in almost all the versions of the Bible. Some versions say, how God, you know, endorsed Jesus of Nazareth. Some say, how God attested, attest, you know, attestation, divine attestation. I say, eh. So I need to be endorsed by God. And it will happen by what? Miracles, signs, and wonders. Eh? I was on this verse. I say I cannot leave this verse. The one I quoted before is Acts 10:8. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and power. And he went about. Some of us are going about without anointing. Is it not true? Throughout this week, we are you not going about. And that's why when you meet problems and situations, you will not do good. He went about doing before he went about, he was anointed with two things. Number one is what? Holy Ghost. And number two is what? Power. There is Holy Ghost and there is power. You need anointing. You need to be anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power for you to be able to do exploit by faith. In Acts chapter 6 verse 5, the Bible says, Stephen was a man full of faith and full of Holy Ghost. Full of faith. Full of faith and full of Holy Ghost. Faith is one of the gifts of the Holy Ghost.
faith, second uh, first Corinthians 12, 7 to 12, mention faith as a gift of the Holy Ghost. That is to say, when the Holy Ghost fills a man, one gift that he will drop in your life is what? Faith. Even in the fruit of the spirit, faith is there in the in form of faithfulness. Because without faith, faith you cannot be faithful. So you cannot do exploits by faith if you are not operating in the realm of the spirit. You must be filled with the Holy Ghost always. In the same Acts chapter 6, verse 8, can you look at Acts chapter 6, verse 8? Stephen is a man, he is not among the 12, he is not among the 120. He just repented on the day of Pentecost, and before you know it, he became a fire, a new convert that turned to a fire. Verse Verse 8 said, And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. But you see, I need to point out here that the Holy Ghost is working with those that are preaching the gospel. Eh? You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be what? What is the power for? To be a witness. It is actually part of the witnessing that he normally demo- demonstrates his power so that the people will believe that this Christ that I'm talking to you is not yet in the grave. He's alive. So he can do miracles. He can raise the dead. He can heal the sick. To prove that he's alive. That's why the miracle has to come. That the Christ I'm preaching to you now has risen from the dead. Therefore, if you are sick, you will see him heal you now. If you are not ready for evangelism, for the gospel, for preaching, forget about exploit. That is the beginning of exploit. They say fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. What is the beginning of exploit by faith? Eh? Preaching the gospel. Some of us that want to look at Jesus now. Eh? Haven't you read? He went about all villages, all cities, with legged bands, not with a uh, with his two legs, all villages, all cities, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, preaching in their synagogues, and healing the sick. Healing the sick is always coming third because he's coming as a sign to confirm the preaching and the teaching. Look at Mark chapter 16. We are combining it with the last one. Mark chapter 16. Verse 15 says, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all nations. And then in verse 17 he said, These signs shall follow those who believe. In my name they shall do what? They shall cast out devils. That is an exploit number one. What is exploit number two there? Eh? They will speak in tongues. That is one exploit that all of us have arrived at. Just speaking in tongues. Once you repent, you see everybody talking something. You start desiring and you start talking your own too. Many, many believers, their own exploit ends in speaking in tongues. Once he achieves speaking in tongues, he says, Hey, why is it that people will be talking something? I will not be joining them. I've gotten my own. Next time when they want to talk, I will now also be part of it. But... That is just a minute part of the exploit. 
as you are preaching the gospel to all creation, these signs shall follow those who believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick. And the sick shall do what? Recover. As they are preaching. Now look at verse 20. I want you to pay attention to verse 20. Everybody, let's read it together. One, two, go. They went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord walking with them and confirming the word with what? Signs following. Amen. There is amen there. That amen is for them, not for you. You have not gone out. The Bible said they went everywhere. And as they were preaching the gospel, the Lord was what? Confirming the word they are preaching. The Lord was walking with them. Confirming the word with what? Signs following. The beginning of exploit is the preaching of the gospel. I want to conclude by also looking at the power and understanding and believing in the power that is in the name Jesus. Look at it. Every exploit must be done in his name. In my name, you shall cast out devils. In my name, you shall heal the sick. In my name, you shall raise the dead. Peter was going to the temple to pray with John in Acts 3. And then he saw a crippled man that is begging. The man said, please give me money. Peter said to the man, silver and gold I have none. But such as I have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And the man was still looking at him. He said, ah, what kind of thing is this one? I am asking him for money. He went to him. The Bible said he went and hold him by his hand. He said, I'm talking to you. Rise up. Suddenly the man rose up. Such as I have. There is a consciousness in Peter that he has something. What does he have? Name of Jesus. I don't have money. I don't have gold. But I have what? Name of Jesus. So, by what I have, I am not just, just going to give you, I give, I give you healing. Do you know that the name of Jesus is greater than money? Because what money cannot give you, the name of Jesus will give you. Believers are living beggarly, beggarly lives because the provisions that God has given to us, we are not using it. Ah, you need to know what you have and then believe in what you have and then begin to act by what you have. Peter said, I know what I don't have, so I'm not bothered about it, but I know what I have. And I know what, what, what I have can do. You have something that can change your situation. But you don't know that what you have can change your situation. You, you have something that can transform somebody's condition. 
But you need to know that what you have is powerful enough to do that. <laughs> Let me conclude this way. Somebody said to me that Jesus said in John 14, 12, greater works than this shall you do. Why is it that we have not even done the one he has done? Not talking of greater one. That was his question. He was worried and he was asking me. Let me say that if you start doing exploits by faith in his name, one thing that will happen is that you know, I hope you know that so many people are in various problems. The moment they hear that you are doing exploits, what do you think will happen? Eh? They will start coming to you. They will, some will start calling you on phone. I need prayer. I need attention and all of that. As, that's Jesus. In his time, he doesn't have space. Because there are so many problems. This sin, flesh, Satan, world system has brought all sorts of things to people. Poverty, all kinds of problems. Demons are fighting ancestral spirits everywhere. Man is just being struggling with so many, too many things. And there is a need for a light. There's a need for a solution. And then you rise up to become the solution. One of the things that I'm going to emphasize that will help you to last. Eh? To last in doing exploit by faith. And continue to do exploit by faith. Until you enter into the kingdom of God finally. You know, we have history of men that finished their exploit and entered. Oh my God. Are you following me at all? They finished and entered. There is something enabled them. There is something that they, that's something that they put on. And that is the humility of Christ. That is the humility of Christ. It is one thing that you must have for your exploits to last. So that you don't finish doing exploit. The Bible says God resists the proud and giveth grace to the what? To the humble. It is that grace given to you that enables you for, for the exploit. But if you become proud and begin to boast about what, what God is doing through you, which is not you that is doing. Eh? Now let me give you use you as an example. If you know it is somebody that bought this Bible for you and gave it to you, and then you are using it, is it correct for you to come and start, you know, boasting on how you bought this Bible? Why not? Why not? Because it's not you that bought the Bible. Anytime you begin to say, ah, ah, this Bible that I bought, you know you are making a mistake now. If you still remember that it is no longer I that is doing this exploit, but who? And anytime that exploit is done 
as people are running towards you to say, you will begin to talk like Peter. It is not by our holiness. It is not by our power that this man is standing before you. It is by faith in the name of Jesus. You are going to be careful to return back glory to the person that did exploit, not you. This is what kills exploits of faith too early. In fact, in most cases, he become a trap for the people that are right. We don't have too many believers that are rising up to do exploit. But I'm prophesying to all of you that are listening to me this night. You shall be one of the people that will rise up to do exploit by faith in this end time. But the warning is that you must be careful to return the glory quickly back to the person that did the exploit because you are not the one that did it. Remember that I am crucified with Christ. It is no longer I that will heal the sick. It is no longer I that will do it. Not me. Not me. It is him. So don't ever allow the glory to come to you. Always learn to take it to him. That is the humility you must put on for you to last. Doing exploit by faith has a dangerous path. There is a pitfall on the way. And I must point it out before I finish. That you must be careful to observe. So that you will last and get to heaven. Because it has become... In fact, because of this particular matter, listen. Because of this thing I'm talking about now. So many people have decided that they don't want to do exploit. Because I've seen people that are, that are doing exploit. Before you know it, they slided and they turn away so they say i don't want to do exploits i don't want to do miracle oh god let me just be righteous and holy are you getting it i don't want to cast any demon out i don't want to heal any sick i don't want to raise any dead because i've seen people that raise the dead and then they became proud no you must avoid the pitfall but the fear of falling should not make you not to do the right but be careful to return the glory back to the person that did the work because the work was not done by you. Great and mighty works. God is looking for a vessel. God is looking for someone he will pass through to visit his people. When Jesus was around, they say, God has visited us in a human form. Can people say that about you? May compassion move us out. May the compassion of Christ move us, move us out to the neighborhoods. You know, as sometimes when you are preparing a message like this, you begin to see so many things that you don't know before. That is why they say the word of God is too edges sword. When I drop this microphone, I will go back to start, you know, looking at several things that the Spirit of God was opening up, which I don't know before. We must rise up. It is our turn. It is our time. Some of you are talking about John Wesley. You are talking about uh, Charles Finney. These are dead people. A living dog is better than a dead lion. It is your time to do exploit. Daniel has finished and gone. Are you hearing me? Moses, Joshua, men that did exploit, Samuel, this is our time. We are privileged to live in this time. If Antichrist come, let him come. We are privileged to... Rise up and do your exploits. Let us pray. Rise on your feet and begin to talk to the Lord. I don't know whether your spirit is provoked this night. My own is provoked. We cannot, you know, remain as we are. There is a place that God has marked out for us, which we must occupy. Time is running out. 
in your lifetime there are things that he has marked out for you that you must walk in he said that he 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 has created us in christ jesus to do good works to do good works which we must walk in them walk in them I say kingdom soldiers We are fear Fearless soldiers Marching on To reign with Christ ah. With all wisdom Grace and power Let's advance. Can you pray? Can you pray tonight? We started by looking at the meaning of doing exploit by faith. It is not just doing mighty things in the name of God when your life is full of iniquity. Say many will say to me on that day, I prophesied in your name. I did great things in your name, but I say to them, I never know you. Can you pray over your life and say, God, may I not be rejected by the reason of the iniquity in my life, by the reason of the sin that keeps coming up in my life. That my exploit will be purely Christ doing it through me. Lebo shandaraba sandaraba shandaraba. Ma lebo shandaraba sandaraba shandaraba. Lende lebo shandaraba sandaraba shandaraba. Ask God to sanctify your life. That your exploit, exploit will be an exploit from a holy life Jesus was a holy man and he did exploit because God enabled him in holiness he was able to fulfill God's plan and purpose for his life Are you also pray? Daniel eleven thirty two. He said, "Those who know their God, they shall be strong, and they shall do exploit." Can you begin to pray over your pursuit of the knowledge of God? Is 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 this deep knowledge of God that gives you a strength to know to do exploit? 
those who know their God shall be strong. Full of faith. Ask God to also grant you a revelation tonight that when you say I can do all things it will not just be an empty sentence it will be a revelation that Christ is the one in me and because he's in me he can do all things through me and I can do all things through him since I am in Christ and Christ is in me Christ can do all things through me and I can do all things through Christ as the father was in him when he was here and he was in the father so I am, am I in Christ and Christ is in me then this very important aspect is serious putting on Christ putting on Christ put on the Lord Jesus and make no provision for the flesh put on his compassion put on his selflessness put on his compassion his mercy Oh my God. Think less of yourself and think more of others. Father, put on his kindness, his humility, his meekness, his patience. You need to pray that God will help you this night that this word will not just be that you have heard it and then you will be counted among those who have heard it but that it will be a reality in your life can you pray concerning your words your tongue the words of Jesus are the Lord's doing say this is the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in our sight Oh my God, can this loss to be my words? Can my tongue come under control? So that my words will not be my own doing. It will not be the doing of Satan anymore. It will be the doing of the Lord. When Jesus speaks, ordinary speaking, things are happening. That's why he doesn't even pray. When he meets a situation, he will just talk. Because every talk, every of his talking is the lost dream oh my God let my ordinary talking be your dream let my ordinary talking ordinary talking be your dream Jesus performs miracle by ordinary talking, he doesn't pray he doesn't shout, ordinary talking what that means is that when he speaks he says, he say, I don't speak of my own self, the words I am speaking to you are the, the, the Lord's doing the Father is doing his work as I'm talking as I'm ordinarily talking Father please let my ordinary talking from today be your doing 
sanctify my talking so that I will not talk nonsense anymore. I will not talk. I will not talk any evil from my mouth again. I will not blackmail. I will not backbite. I will not speak evil. I will not curse. I will not tell lies. Let my tongue be sanctified that my words will be your dream. Teach me to know that exploits are done by words. Can you ask God for an anointing? Some of us have not deliberately prayed for anointing. You have not deliberately prayed for anointing. We saw that God anointed Jesus. If God anointed Jesus, Jesus must have asked God for anointing. Can you pray for anointing? You cannot confront the wickedness of this generation without anointing. You cannot confront the wickedness of Satan and his cohort in this generation without a heavy anointing. Can you say to God, give me the anointing that will match my generation. Give me the anointing that will match my generation, my own generation. Don't give me the anointing of John Wesley. Because the anointing of Charles Philly cannot help this generation. There's an anointing I need for my generation. Oh my God. The Bible says God endorsed Jesus by miracles, signs and wonders. Oh Lord, endorse me by exploits. Endorse my life. A man approved by God by miracles, signs and wonders. A man attested to by God. A man approved, endorsed. Oh my God. Man lebo shandala basaka. My, my ministry, my words cannot be empty. It must be attested and endorsed. It must be approved by God through miracles, signs and wonders. It cannot be less than Jesus because I believe in him. Say, he that believeth in me, the works I do, he shall do. Can you say to God, I don't want to see question mark on my believing in you from today. Let this question mark be removed. I want to do the work that you do and greater works than this. Because your word cannot lie. Sister, pray. You are not a sister. You are a son of God. As many as are led by the spirit of God are sons of God. Can you pray because your generation is waiting for you. Your generation is waiting to see the attestation of God over your life. The approval of heavens over your works. A man attested to by God through miracles, signs and wonders. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Peter was preaching and Holy Ghost fell on people. Why is it not happening? Ankachief of Paul was healing the sick, casting demons out. Shadows of men were healing the sick. My generation must serve God. Pray for special revelation of the power in the name of Jesus, of the authority in the name of Jesus. Malende lebo shanda, labaste lebo kunde. 
My generation shall praise your name. 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 There is power in the name of Jesus. Such as I have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus, our in the name of Jesus, break every shame, break every shame, break every shame, break every shame. Break every shame. Break every shame. There is power in the name of Jesus. It has as such as I have. I have something. I have something. Silver I may not have. Gold I didn't have. Such as I have. I have something. I have a capital. Somebody there is a fire of healing that is healing you now on your left left leg that is a fire of healing that just landed here now oh my god thank you holy spirit thank you for this fire it's a healing fire it's a healing fire there's an anointing of the, the anointing of the spirit of god is too heavy here too heavy here there is a shift there's a shift in the spirit there's a supernatural shift oh my god you are not the same I, I, I decree you are not the same. There's a supernatural shift. Oh, thank you, Father. The anointing is here. The anointing is here. It has come. Kabunda la basuka yebo shaka kabunde lebo saka lende lende lebo shanda rabasundo labaka. Thank you. Break every shame. Break every shame. Break every shame. Hey! Break every shame. 
break every shame. Break every shame. I say break every shame. Break every shame. Break every shame. Anyone of you sick tonight? That sickness cannot survive this anointing. That sickness is gone. Is gone. Like a, a heavy healing anointing here tonight. There is a heavy healing fire here tonight. There is a heavy healing fire here tonight. That sickness is gone forever. Listen, 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 listen. The Lord is des- destroying limitations that are holding people tonight. Amen. I see several of you rising up. Chains are being broken. These chains have limited you to a some certain realm of operation before now. The Lord is breaking them. The fire is much. Every chain holding you where you are spiritually. Physically, financially, otherwise they are broken tonight. Anointing is here. There is power in the name of Jesus. The shells are broken. That loose. That loose. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lebo shaka kabula basiri mashanda. Lebo shanda rabasanda rabashanda la basura bakula rabasiri makula raba. Zende lebo shaka kabunda laba seri makula raba sunda kabu kalimo suka lebo sikeri mama mama yeka 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 laba suka kabu kabu lebo sika lendiri masuka makunda soko yeka yeka soko koko 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 You are lifted. You are lifted to the realm of exploits. You are lifted to the realm of exploits. You are lifted to the realm of exploits. Operate from that realm now. From now, operate from that realm. Operate, operate, operate. Lebos kabu 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 The fire is upon your life. The fire is upon your life. The fire is too much. Lema shanda rabasa. Lebo shanda rabasa. Lende lebo shanda rabasa. Ramasundo labashanda rabasa. Lende lebo shanda rabasa. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. To God be the glory. Be the glory. Be the honor. To God be the glory. Kalima, Kalima, Mama, Sana, Mama, Sukoko, Kaka, 
mercy of Christ, the compassion, the selflessness, the sacrifice of my Lord Jesus, nothing from selfish ambition, nothing from selfishness, nothing from pride. Hey, looking at the interests of others, Jesus, oh, to be like you, to be like you in sports. To be like thee, oh, to be like thee. I saw blessed redeemer. Hey, you're as you are. Only Merciful unto us. 
said if he called them gods to whom the word of the Lord has come and the scriptures cannot be broken bless the name of the Lord bless the name of the Lord she give glory to himself all the glory must be Heaven and earth adore you, angels bow before you, what am I? Before you, what am I to go? We say, Oh, heaven and earth adore you, angels bow before you, what am I? Father, we thank you. Thank you for your mighty visitations. These are the seasons of exploits. And we hear the summons of the hands of God. We know you are calling us to rise. To rise to do the things that you have empowered us to do. Lord, in these days when the earth are disturbed with news of several bad happenings, Lord, you have called us to rise. We pray for the grace to seek the knowledge of God. For actually it is they that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. We receive the grace to belong to that generation. That group of men and women that will seek you with their hearts, that will follow after until through us your purpose is accomplished in the earth. Until through us the knowledge of your glory fills the whole earth. Thank you, Father. Let the impact of today not be lost on us by carelessness by the cares of this life by the deceitfulness of riches but we pray that we will bear fruits with a good and a patient heart on account of this word in the name of Jesus Christ bless the brother who you have used to minister to us and bless every one of us also thank you father in Jesus mighty name we have prayed amen hallelujah Thank you for listening to Moments of Encounter brought to you by Calvary Way Revival Labors in Ugo, Nigeria. If you have any questions, testimonies, or comments, you can send an email to Calvary Way Revival Labors at gmail.com. I repeat, Calvary Way Revival Labors at gmail.com. To get further information on programs and messages which will be of blessing to you, you can visit our website 
at www.calvarywayonline.org www.calvarywayonline.org or like our Facebook and Telegram pages Calvary Way Revival Labels. We'll be back same time next week on the same channel. Until then, endeavor to put into practice the word that you have heard today. May the Almighty God preserve and keep you in these evil days. Amen. Thank you.